Earners, what's up? Look, I want to give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce. You understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click, absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. You can import orders from any sales channel, apply shipping preferences automatically, and handle customer service issues right there. Not to mention the savings with up to 89% off carrier rates like UPS, DHL Express, and USPS. It's no wonder over 130,000 companies stick with ShipStation long term. So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. Earners, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy to use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex, simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k, and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, the real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. What happened with the Roy and Wall situation? What ended the relationship? Was it business, finances, or was it personalities clashing? All of it, probably. Combination? Yeah, it was probably all of it. All of it. Do you think 
you had some level of responsibility to play in that situation? It was my job to lead it, and it didn't get done, so you failed. The, 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 at, at the root of it is trust. At the root of it is probably trust. I don't want to speak for anybody else, but looking back, they clearly didn't trust me. So now at the end of the road, there's two, three people looking at each other differently. <laughs> yeah. My graduates from my school being Forbes, bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> F a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. All right, guys, welcome back. EYL, we playing an away game yeah. today. They've been away for the last nine months, so I mean, <laughs> feels like this, it. this ain't much different. <laughs> yeah, This is a conversation that we've been waiting for almost three years, actually. Easily three years. Yes. Wow, Easily. we talk we talk all the time. Yeah, no, I'm but talking about on this the, conversation. On the, on the show. Yeah. Show yeah. format. We got it. So... <sighs> Joseph Button. My first, man. First and foremost, let's my, get the These are my guys right here. Let's get the formalities <laughs> out the way. How, how have you been? Couldn't, how are you doing? I couldn't be better. You look good out there. <laughs> I could not be better, man. <laughs> the stories are amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Love the vacation spots you're taking. My, and ditto. <laughs> and, and ditto. Let me just throw that out there with you gentlemen. <laughs> uh, nah, but congrats, man. You know, it's always good to see you on your trajectory. Upwards. I like the new studio. I like the new vibe. So thank you, man. Yeah, man. We, appreciate. We can't talk about the tiny couch no more. He has. This has been elevation at a different level. Nah, he did. He did. See, I don't, I don't like that. The, I don't like that. This. Well, I don't like that perception plays such a key role, but it does. It does. It does. That's always been my fight, though. My fight has always been perception versus reality. So. I mean, we was cooking on that little ass. Nah, couch. nah, it's a fact. It's beyond cooking. That's that's legendary. But and now the nigga paying all the bills. <laughs> Shit. I wasn't too mad at it. What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Shit. So now, all right, we got a lot to talk about. The reason why I've been wanting to have this conversation is that I feel like there's so much to talk about on the business side in the last five years of your journey. And from an educational standpoint, there's a lot of learning lessons. There's a lot of, you know, probably things that you've learned across the way that you could provide information on. I like to get your insight, your perspective on certain things. And um, I feel like, you know, this is a, a great time to have that conversation. Yeah. I, I mean, when we think about podcasting and we think about the pinnacle of it, especially if it, it's you. And you've seen things and you've been around things. And I even heard you say it on, on another show. It was like you got into meetings at the top and wanted to spread the message to everybody else. So I think like, this platform, obviously us, this is the perfect place to do it. Um, so we're we just happy to have this, this, this moment, man. I'm just happy to be able to hang out with you guys. <laughs> so whatever y'all want to talk to about. Yeah, man. I'm so I'm so happy and proud. This is great. It's great. It's like what Sean said. Like, good when everybody is doing this. That feels good. Yeah. Yeah. It don't feel good when you're doing this and niggas is doing this. <laughs> but, like, what from that perspective, I, I mean, just jump into it. How does that make you feel, knowing that for this podcast space, you are a pioneer to watch the ascension of other shows get to this, this kind of level of awareness and recognition and, I guess, success? I mean, it feels good, but it don't. It feels good in the sense that pleased that so many people regard me in that in that manner like that's awesome 
But I mean, I regard so many people in that same manner that who cares? Like, who cares? When I was running around screaming, yo, Combat Jack is a genius. Look what he's doing. He's going crazy. Is this the future? What's he going to do next? Nobody was really. And then he passed. Rest in peace, Combat Jack. Rest in peace. I just, I just feel like there's, there are so many people who have an integral role in this thing that it's like, I'm honored to be a part of that. But it's like the NBA 75. It's, it's 74 other people here that we need to continue to do what they're doing as well. So, so all right. Let me ask you this. Let's jump into this conversation. Give it to me. Um, all right. You are a forefather in the podcasting space. Okay. And at least for our culture, at the very least, but I think for just in general. So when did you realize that this thing is actually taking off to become a real viable business? I don't think, did you realize that at the beginning or do you start to see traction and then you're okay, okay this is how we monetize it. We're going on YouTube, Spotlight. Now it's a blueprint, but I don't think there was a blueprint when you first started. Hell no, it wasn't no blueprint. You know how many fights I had with this guy? We, we laugh at it all the time. Where What was happening early? Early, I didn't want to rap. I had broadcasting in my past. That was a passion of mine. It was a Hot 97 for a while, right? Yeah, Hot 97 for a while. And then I tinkered around in like 09 and 2010 with just recording myself. Uh, I was always big on Ustream and blog TV and just whatever tool there was to uh, live stream, right? And then I was walking around with a camera on my neck. Like I was going to Best Buy and just fucking walking with a camera everywhere I went, being the artist, recording artists. Like it was doofy for a while. <laughs> it was doofy for a while, but it worked and there was no structure to it. So... It was just creative. It was just creative. But by the time 2014 came out and I put my album out and we was touring and just all the shit we was doing to make a buck, it didn't feel good for me. Uh, it didn't feel good. It was like, yo, dog, I, I looked at everybody in the Sprinter. This is it, dog. Mm. This is it. It's the last hurrah. Let's have a blast here. <laughs> and then that was that. And I think it was that tour, actually. The pieces just all come together. So when you say, do you look at yourself like a pioneer, right? Maybe not because the pieces all go together. It's like a story. It's still going. From the tour, we was doing Everyday Struggle Hit Me. Elliot, Elliot uh, Wilson. I said Elliot Wilson. Elliot Wilson hit me. He didn't end up doing it. That starts the complex journey. The complex journey. It was really going to be you and him? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Me and Elliot Wilson. Elliot Wilson, the pay wasn't the best. And he didn't live in New York where the show would tape. Yeah. And he got a greater opportunity elsewhere. So he called me, said, listen, not going to be able to, not going to roll with that one. Y'all going to have to find somebody else. But I thought the idea was so phenomenal that, all right, we're going to find somebody else. So we looked for somebody else. That person ended up being act. Yeah. The rest is history. And then we had our little hiccups there, some of which included Spotify and Complex doing some shit, which starts... The next chapter, almost. Well, Revolt comes before that. Everyday Struggle. Yeah, uh, yeah, right after Everyday Struggle. I mean, I'm sorry. State of the Culture. State of the Culture yeah. comes with Revolt. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's... State of the Culture and the Spotify deal were the same time. I remember because Puff called me about it. The Spotify podcast deal. Yeah. But you was making money before the podcast, Spotify. The, the podcast. Nobody knew how to make money. You, didn't, you wasn't making money? No. Nobody knew how to make money. Hmm. 
How did you make money? They were still figuring out advertisements. At the time, I still had my stance on advertisements. Like, it just had to be right. Uh, that's carried over. But, yeah, fucking, we were uploading on YouTube, originally just audio. That was a bill. It was all bills. Mm. So, no, there was no money. Right before that Spotify deal came, we were going to do an ad deal. Well, I was considering an ad deal. Uh, and that deal wasn't for a lot of money, a quarter million a mm. year. And I was excited about that. Not because of the money, but because when you run an operation, offset some of this cost, please. Like, I can't keep doing it alone. And the Spotify was right after that. But in between, we had spoken to a lot of other people. After Complex, we were aware of what what we were looking for going into any situation from there. And it kind of just kept going. So when, when did we switch? Because YouTube, obviously, if you're just doing the, the audio, at some point, you switch to the visuals. Yeah. The assets kicks in. You're getting a lot of views. So oh, when it, was it like, it's kind of like our story, right? Like, we start with iPhones. We didn't even put the first five episodes out until we learned, like, wait, oh, we could actually monetize. We didn't put it on YouTube. On YouTube. We didn't put them on YouTube. It was like, oh, we should actually put the visuals out because visuals could be a, a source of revenue and the audio could be a source. It was, it was the same type I'll, of situation we I'll, just figured I'll, it out? I'll say I was figuring it out. Like, I didn't know. And to be honest with you, it took, it took, working at Complex to see how they viewed things and how they did things to realize, okay, I probably should do some things differently. I'm not doing this correctly. Mm. So then it was clips. Then it came clips. I'm going to clip you down. <laughs> now watch this one, buddy. <laughs> I was just giving you a podcast. But oh yeah, <laughs> I want to play a little Clipperoo game. So that's what, <laughs> that's what it was then. And then, and at that point, the show was now like peaking peaking. I remember we presented something to Complex, like a deal, like a five podcast deal for them to take one for shorts and they didn't want it. Nobody knew how to make money from it. Mm. Nobody knew. Spotify was bold in that. Like Apple had their podcast situation which is weird them niggas and y'all just gonna put it here and that's gonna be the end. <laughs> it took Spotify to come and say I think we have some money to spend here. Let's see if something, let's see what works. So can we talk about this Spotify situation? You talking about anything you want to talk about? All right, all right. So, what's the details of this situation? You go to Spotify, you have a was it two year deal, three year deal, two year deal. You have a two year deal. You do twice a week, two year. You do extremely successful. Your show's one of the top shows in the world, and then it's time to re up, and things kind of fall apart. The rumor is that they offered you thirty million dollars and you declined that. Is that true? No. Okay. So what what's the what's the deal? That's not true. Things were rocky. Just the public never knew. Things were rocky. Things were on the business side. Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. In business, there are there are signs that, for me, show faith in a relationship, and don't. And me coming from music, morale being high is important in any type of creative field, right? So there were a lot of signs that said, "This ain't gonna go well." No matter how big the show was or no matter how big the show looked to the public, like I had people that were working at Spotify and they come to me, listen, there's no way to let you walk out the door. You are the focal point in every meeting. You are on the bulletin <laughs> boards. That's what it felt you like. You are the blueprint. <laughs> like this is, I'm telling you, there's no way in the world. Like people were really saying, I was like, dog, you never know. Yeah. You never know. Let's see it play out. So by the time it got to the end, which was for the public, Cause right, I'm doing a countdown at episode 10, 15. 
Count down. <laughs> Time, time's almost up. I don't want to lie to the fans. Yeah. Everything you're saying is what it felt like, right? And then I remember the 100 million thing came out. And it was like, is this the valuation that we feel that the show is worth or going forward? Or was it like, you know what? Let's, at, let's see how far we can push it. At the height of the negotiation, I'll be, uh, I'll be tra- a little transparent here. At the height of that negotiation, we were expecting a high eight-figure sum. And it seemed like that is what would come. What it felt like, this is all based off emotion and assumption now, because mm-hmm. you'll never have anything to prove any of this shit. But what it felt like was a call got made. Sometimes mm-hmm. a call gets made and Chris Brown can't perform anymore. Like, that's what it felt like. It was very abrupt. As, as, as abrupt as it was for the public is exactly how it was for me and especially my guys, especially everybody that worked in the, in the room. Yeah. They didn't know nothing about nothing. I just knew. Ian, I'm sure, knew. Yeah. Yeah, because at, at the time, Joe Rogan, he's just getting his deal. And it's like, oh, Joe's worth this. Joe Rogan's worth this. Called me daddy situation. I'm like, oh, wait. These guys, this is no, more at, valuable at, than but that. At, but at this point, I don't think the call me call daddy, daddy may or, not have or Joe Rogan has no? happened yet. None of that has happened. Okay. I don't think. I, okay. I don't think. I could be wrong in that. But I don't think any of that has happened yet. So the issue that they... You, you felt that the number that they offered, what did they offer you? Something that ended up being close to 20 million with a lot of shit attached. A lot of stipulations attached yeah, to a it. A lot, a lot was attached. Was ownership of the show involved? Oh, no. That no, wasn't. That, that, was never, that, that was never on the table. That, that wasn't the problem. But there's this thing going on in the industry where they just, they are misleading you with words. You got to pay attention to words. Words mean things. So, like, these artists are running around talking about partnerships. What the fuck does the partnership matter if they get paid in perpetuity off everything? <laughs> like, you can own it, but if you ain't profiting off of it, then it means nothing. And that's what's going on a lot. So ownership was never a problem. But what they wanted to do with me having ownership, it's like, dog, these niggas is playing with me. Y'all playing with me. Y'all must think you, you could piss on me and tell me it's raining. Like, I don't understand what's happening. Hmm. You can't just stitch whatever you want into the fucking feed whenever you feel like it. Hmm. Who are y'all talking to? <laughs> like any kind of ad they wanted to. Anything they wanted, anytime. Just yeah. plug it in. Hey, y'all do what y'all do, and then just give it to us. No. And come off of YouTube. Give us all the videos. Oh, yeah, they wanted all, they wanted the all videos. All the videos. On, give on us all Spotify. the videos. All the videos. Because that's what they did with Joe Rogan. And don't show up nowhere else. They just asked for a lot. Don't show for, up anywhere else, like another, yeah, another no, show. This is our shit. We gonna figure out how to run this. They had a they had a, a universe that they're building, yeah. and in that you you can see them building it. They're doing it publicly. Hey, we Spotify buys this advertising company. Spotify buy they buying the companies to come so they could build their shit. No, you can't misuse my shit that way. We're talking about ads, but it's really y'all y'all the ad. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot wrong. What, being I don't lose a day of sleep saying no to that. Yeah, being being that you come from the music industry and now in the podcast space, do you see any similarities in how the corporate is trying to take advantage of the actual creative, right? With the I guess from the standpoint of people being this space is so new and people really don't understand, like you said, how to monetize or what their contracts are saying. Do you see those those type of similarities from the music to the podcast space? Yeah, but I mean, we in America. It's the story of Oxtail. 
story oxtail. They, they, somebody, white person back there, make some oxtail, took the tail, threw it out. The black lady said, hey, let me get that. Get that. Start jazzing it up. <laughs> jazzing up that oxtail. Now it's good. And now look, go try to buy some oxtail. <laughs> white people selling that shit to you for $90. No. Throw it out there. That's what they do. It's the history here. Mad parallels. Mm. Unfortunately. So, okay. So the Spotify deal doesn't work out. Now you're a free agent. Yep. Your next your next thing is not to try to sign with a new agency. It's to start an own network. Without the next course of, of events? Yes. Happen? Yes. But I want to say that plan was underway before Spotify was kaput. Okay. Right? Because I had a vision for what I thought would come and the network would play a huge part. Honestly, I was banking on Apple subscriptions. That was really my plan. I didn't want to go nowhere. I saw our metrics, and I was going to bet on what our numbers would do if we had it all. If Apple subscriptions, that's like when people pay. Yeah. But that hasn't really worked out, right? No. Yeah, the yeah. $2.99, $4.99 thing. Yeah. That didn't. Like, I, I don't, for anybody. I don't yeah, think yeah, that it went well. I haven't seen anybody talking about Apple subscriptions. Yeah. Which took the plan off the table. Scrap <laughs> <laughs> it. All right, my off. That took our plan off the table. It's like, oh, these fucking motherfuckers now we back to talking to niggas again. <laughs> and then you get to talking to niggas again. And you spend months and months and months on deals that you have faith in that, that you would love to come to fruition. And maybe in the final hour, it just falls. It just these are these are huge conversations that you're having with people. So, I mean, you can't take any of this stuff for granted, right? Like, these people that we talking to, who who we doing business with, y'all, like, these are ships. These are Titanic ships running around. And we just happy to be in the sea. But at some point, we got to figure out how to get to the destination, too. So... Mm. When when you were coming up with the, the vision for the network, even inside of the Spotify deal, when you were asking for all these things... Were you offering the Joe Button podcast a show but you and know with what? the vision for the network? Troy, let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me stop you because yeah. that was the vision at Complex, too. I want to go back to that. Okay. Like, before you really knew how you were going to monetize the network and what was the best way to do it, I was still saying network, 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 because it just seemed like the obvious thing to do. We yeah. were doing everyday struggle. Y'all wasn't putting no audio nowhere. It was just a show. It's just on YouTube. Mm. Oh, that's one. Academics is huge just by himself. Oh, that's two. Oh, watch this. We have to crack these niggas. Mm. I'm going to do something. He going to do something. Like five shows. So Dang. it could be done if you do it, if you do it right. But once you start getting, oh, it's a lot of things at play. It'd yeah. be a lot of things at play at that point. I feel like it was happening for us, too. Like we were watching the space and like I would always reference Bill Simmons. That we had with the ringer. Shout out to Bill. Right? So Shout we watched. I, I, I'm interested to see, like, if you were taking that same viewpoint, like, studying the game and seeing, like, Bill Simmons, most people don't know he's a sports writer, but he had nine shows, right? And nobody probably knows any of the shows, but when Spotify came to get it, it's a $200 million deal. Mm -hmm. And we, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, it's got to be network. And so when I'm watching you, I'm like, oh, he must be seeing the same thing. Were, were you going through that, that process of thought when you saw it? Yeah, something like that. I mean, Bill, Bill is white and I'm black. True. So... That always plays a part, not to, <laughs> not to make it racy. But you're never comparing yourself to somebody white. You can pick up information from anywhere. So, yeah, 
you picture it that way and and you just hope it worked out for everybody involved. But again, you can have the best plan in the world. If the players on the court don't do the play, then we don't score. So what do you think, because we have a network, so we, we've seen how you know it works. And Still. I'm waiting for it. Y'all don't notice every time I see you, y'all, I say that to you. Maybe y'all don't pay it no mind. What? Waiting for it. Waiting for it's what? It's coming. <laughs> Wait for what? For the nonsense. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I say it every single time <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I see y'all like Clyde. I don't be joking. Yeah, you do say that. I have to see. It's inevitable. It's not a jinx. It's inevitable on that path. So I can't wait to see how the financial people deal with that when it comes. However it manifests. Mm -hmm. Because by the time it, it reappears, it'll be more insidious than you last saw it. Ernest, check this out. If you're looking to add to your podcast list, I got one you definitely need to check out. The new Audible original, Direct Deposit, What Happens When Black People Get Rich. Hosted by Chad Sanders, the author of Black Magic, What Black Leaders Learn from Trauma and Triumph, and TV writer of Rap Shit. Direct Deposit explores what it takes to get rich and stay rich while black in America. For all my young black entrepreneurs, you must tap in. Direct Deposit seeks to answer the questions, what's money going to do for me? What's money going to do to me? That's quite a dilemma. Chad went from sleeping on a mattress on the floor in his cramped apartment to nearly overnight success after the legendary Spike Lee signed on to develop one of his scripts. After becoming more and more successful, Chad has realized that his bank account might change, but the struggle remains. Chad speaks to prominent black figures in American pop culture like Issa Rae, Gabrielle Union, and Soledad O'Brien. Visit audible.com slash direct deposit to listen now. It happens every time. But you all smart brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so no, what? What, what, all what do you out. think some of the issues was with the with the network? Was it the too many female too many shows off the rip? Too was many to name. Way too many to name. What's a couple? Oh my god! God, <laughs> fucking shoot me! Somebody give me a cigarette. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to say, buddy? I can't say too much because I still have a network. It's just ran differently. It's just ran differently. But I don't think that I was staffed in a way to deal with 10 or more creative people at a time. I think I underestimated the, the staffing that needed to be in place to really do that the right way. See, because I keep thinking, we fuck up thinking that we're all so similar. And it takes a while for you to realize, oh shit, everybody ain't me. Mm. We ain't thinking the same on everything. I'm thinking, hey, and then I was in the, a basement doing cooking this up. I can cook this up. I can cook this up forever as long as I'm okay. Right? Like I can I can fight the war. I can fasten my belt and get this done with a greater goal, greater vision in mind. Everybody don't feel like that. And there's nothing to be bitter at. Like you can't resent that. You gotta respect that. Right? So you're working with girls, they're girls. Girls might have a different vision than than you. Nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. Everybody, there's no one way to do this shit. And I think I took that for granted coming in. That's, you, just, that's just one. That's just one of the things. Do you think that the expectation of work was a little like? I look at our situation kind of like as an independent label, where the people on a network produce their own content. Mm -hmm. They produce their own social media clips. We give them a voice. We give them a platform. We promote it. But 
and they get a, a lot of the lion's share of revenue that comes in as a result of that. It's like Koch Records. But I could see it being extremely difficult if somebody's expecting you to produce content for them and you to do social media clips for them. Was that part of a problem? Or no, I don't want to say that. What I will say is this, right? If I'm the label and you're the artist and you feel that you went and made 10 amazing songs, at some point, if you don't hear those songs or you don't see the songs happening the way it's supposed to happen for you, you come into the label. You come into the label to say, hey, the fuck is going on? I don't have enough spins. My video ain't playing. My mix show, and that fuck, I don't have no shows. My public, I don't have nothing lined up. And the label's looking at you like, the fuck are you even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, did you, did you do what you had to do? Like, I know you made some shit, but did you do everything you had to do? It becomes that. It becomes that. Mm. So even now, like you had shows, is the what's what's the vision now for it? Is it to find more voices, more creatives to create the plan? Like you said, you're going to be running it differently now. What what's going to change now for Joe uh, Joe Button Network? That I don't need to be so front facing in in everybody's in everybody's journey. Like I kick it with a bunch of podcasters. Mm. They don't all need to come kick it on my network. <laughs> I don't need to fucking fund all of them and sit in on the think tanks and fucking like I don't need to do all that like as long as everybody's doing what they gotta do I'm always feel like we gonna be alright like the plan's still the same if you happen to bump into somebody that you got chemistry with and you compatible with you wanna get that done eventually I wanna get off the couch at some point I'm getting the fuck off this couch <laughs> that is gonna happen <laughs> but for now nah I just wanna keep drilling these niggas I'm gonna keep drilling I'm never gonna stop Niggas can't stop me. Yeah, that, I saw man, when you nobody said, can stop me. Nobody, none of them can stop me. Yeah, because I, I just feel like your work ethic is just is just different. Bar none. Yeah. I feel like I've been homeless. Yeah, they they take it for, <laughs> they take this for granted, right? Like like we see you, we know we're gonna see you twice a week, every week, and so people take that for granted. But the process of even getting prepared to do this, like, what's that like for you? Because like it, what you've mastered what is a great question. Drew. I mean, well, you've mastered something, right? Like. We got Abdul out here. Every time you put out an episode, even my sister-in-law, Tanya, like, it's three hours of content. It's tough to get people to listen to 10 minutes of content, but you've mastered it. People will, it's part of their daily lives, every, twice a week, on their way to work, and it's after the, they listen to it, it's a discussion after. Like, yo, you heard what Joe said? He's hit, yo, you heard what Joe said? Yo, Joe Messenger. I'm like, damn, this is like entrenched. Like, so what, what is that preparation like to get like, to this level of just consistency, I guess? It's deep. It's way deeper than married. It's not being married to it. Like most podcasters, they they come in and they work the day of, or they work the day before, and then they come in and they they had little Zoom meetings or whatever the fuck they do. I don't know. This is literally my life. It makes it it makes it easy. Like Kevin Lowes told me a long time ago when we were arguing about image versus reality. He was like, "No, when it's not image, when it's just reality." When it's just you. <laughs> then you're not fronting, it's not a facade. My entire life is dedicated to this. Meaning the people that love me and the people that I love like the most. I'm talking about family, my kids. They know what I'm on. I'm on a mission. They know my goals. They help me in that. They support me in that. They know if I hear something, they know how it's going through my brain. They might have to tell me, hey, keep this shit private. Like, my entire life is this. Niggas might fuck more than me. Niggas might vacate more than me. Like, we work. 
We work a lot. These niggas keep asking me now, yo, we off Friday? Nigga, no. <laughs> no. 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 Why, why, why would we be off Friday? <laughs> yo, you know what people would give to wake up, go down the street, sit on a couch and talk to their friends? And that's work? I can't compute it when people start talking about, oh, my God, we're having some problems. I didn't move. Good. 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 I'm glad. That means you ain't figured it out. You ain't fell down enough. You ain't get the scrapes on your knees. Yeah. You ain't put the work in. That's happening a lot in podcast land, too. Man, niggas just buy a couch, buy a mic, say, yo, man, would you pay for the date or would you let her pay? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going on out here. Yeah, would you go Dutch with her? It's like, yo. <laughs> That's what they doing out here. The great value act. Oh, my God. These niggas are disgusting out here. <laughs> it's disgusting. So, so, all right. So, let me. Do you look at yourself? They're polluting the water. Do you look? Do you look? Do you look yeah, at yourself as 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 a Dame Dash for the space? No, me and Dame always been similar. You say you're not similar. We always been similar. No, I'm saying, do you look at yourself as kind of similarities in for what he did to music for what you're doing for podcasting? As far as the rebelliousness of it, the the independence of it, the going against the system, I kind of see similarities in you guys. Well, we're similar at our core, which is ownership and what that fight really entails. It's always been like that. I'm glad that he has been such a such a mentor in that regard. Like he's probably the only one for the last thirty years that's just been on that and showed you how to do it. Fashion, music, brought my niggas on, we got alcohol. He showed they showed us how to do it. The fact that they might not speak anymore, I don't have nothing to do with what they already showed us. No, that's a fact. You can't I fuck with Dame. I will always, always fuck with Shout Dame. Shout out to Dame. So what's the blueprint to make money in a podcast? Let's get to this. We can say our blueprint if you're interested, but- What's y'all's blueprint? All right. So- <laughs> Yeah, nigga, tell me <laughs> Let's what you're telling Steve Harvey and these niggas. I, 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 look yeah. at, I look at podcasting as like a bully pulpit to, to build your, your reputation, to build your, your name, to build trust. So you, the easy ways to make money, of course, is on the audio side, Apple, Spotify, from audio ads, and then, you know, YouTube, you get paid from AdSense. That's, you know, it's kind of like low-hanging fruit. Yeah. But then from there, for us, the live event space has become pretty big for us. No, that's y'all's that's y'all bag right there. Well, yeah. Yeah, shout out to, shout out to you for mentioning InvestFest 14 times. We gotta, <laughs> yeah, yeah we I appreciate that. Come on, come on. <laughs> we appreciate, I appreciate that. The live event space has been very good for us. Um, you know, there's talk of a paywall. I want to talk to you about Patreon. A lot of creatives are trying to fit. <laughs> why, why His eyebrows went up. <laughs> uh, a, lot, a lot of creatives are trying to figure out how to separate content that's free and content that's paid for. Nope. So like the Patreon. Stuff Good like luck. <laughs> but, but it depends on what space you're in. So it's like for us, we're in the education space. So uh, hey, don't pitch me to death right now. No, you asked me. You asked me, space. You asked me what the what the yeah, but you pulled was. out your fucking PR little <laughs> tablet uh, the, in the education space in the live touring space. <laughs> Nigga, I ain't W uh, W me. <laughs> w. I ain't talking to me like that for. No, I'm saying. I know so. what you niggas is out here doing. <laughs> so that's a, that's another revenue model, right? Then you could do merch. You can do um, collaborations, nice. different. So it's a variety of different things. Mm -hmm. What's your revenue model? Wait, one, one last thing. One last part of the revenue model is that we bring people on who have information about industries. 
And so based on their information, we could look at it and say, that's a viable business. We should do that business. In fact, you, you should help us do this business. Y'all shark tanking. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> right? It becomes y'all, that. Y'all running around shark tanking. That's a good way to do it, though. It's uh, another way. I like that. All right, what do you want to know from me? <laughs> What's the revenue model? <laughs> What's the revenue model for po- podcasting 101? Professor Joe Button is teaching. Well, we also are in the educational space. So <laughs> yes. We like to give you in, teaching, in the music you're space. You're teaching at like EYL University. About, yeah. You're a uh, uh, semester. You're, Wait, can you do it in tenured, that voice? You're a tenured huh? professor. Because you, you got, like, we always talk about this, like, yo, Joe has probably the greatest Not voice. because this is what the people want to know. <laughs> this is what they want to know. And a lot of people have not figured out how to make money from podcasting. Most people. Most people have yeah. not figured it out. We said, good. This, what do we say about good? <laughs> this guy's crazy. <laughs> the hell are you talking about? Why is that good? Oh, please. Why is it good? Why is it not? Because it's an industry where people are getting involved in. Why, you, no. You dude. just said Dame Dash showed you the blueprint of how to, he showed it. You just said in that. In action. Huh? He showed it. Yeah. Exactly. He showed it. And if you missed that, then you missed it. <laughs> so, 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 so. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is this. <laughs> I've always felt like there needs to be like a hip-hop SAT test that you take before you could get a record deal, yo. Some of you niggas got to answer some questions. Like, how do you hold a microphone? <laughs> like, some of the bare basics you got to know. Mm-hmm. If everybody just know everything with no uh, no uh, consequence, no trials and uh, trial and error, like, then everybody's just doing the same shit. No, and then you muddy in the water. <laughs> no, because that's what happened. All of these, all of these fucking insects came in here, right? <laughs> said yes to everything. Said yes to everything. Ah, they said yes to everything that was put in front of their face. Yeah, shorts. You niggas sold y'all ass for chocolate chip cookies. That's what y'all did. Yes. So then the companies put their pants on and they put they had their Teflon vests on, and now it's a cap on it. Yeah, cause and I, now because it's a cap on it, Rashad got to sit here and say, "How's everybody making money?" No, everybody ain't. Only the niggas that figured out and had some balls and moved with a certain machismo figured that out. So if you niggas are talking about, oh uh, no, would you rather go on a date with Jay Z or or take five hundred dollars? Take five hundred dollars. Which one is more important to you? No, I'm not sharing nothing with him. Get the fuck out the studio. Get out the studio. Right now. I'm making a song. I'm making art. Yeah. You microwave manufacturers have come here, and now I got to have tough conversations with the companies. Because yeah. they feel like, oh, we got to die in here. You know the fuck you don't. You yeah. got that. We gave 20 people that you, deal, so you, why are we giving you, you this? You got that. Yeah. But let's talk about that then, because... And if there was some unity involved, then you might be able to come to the gunfight. Well, the fight. unity, that, I, I'm going to be able to that, come that, to the gunfight. That, that, that's something. exactly where I wanted to go with you, because like, what you're saying is absolutely correct. Like We talk to people in the space, and you know, a lot of times people don't share their deals. But some people have with us. They're looking like, it's like oh, you guys are the finance guys. What do you think of this deal? And we're looking at it like, that's what you really took? Like, did you know? Did you know the business behind this? And I feel like nobody shares the information, which That's leads true. to people taking the bad deals, which now when it's time for some of the people who have really figured it out, what you're talking about, that cap, yeah, that $20 million or $30 million offer that could have been there, when 100 shows take the 125000 it brings it the value down of, of the space. You're right in what you're saying. This is how I know another side exists. Because I have looked too many of these people Ladies and gentlemen, in the face, in the eyes, and said, that's a mess. That's a mess. Deals that I had no horse in the race. 
Mm. I'm telling you this because that is a mess. Take it to your trusted people and do something different. And they take it every time. They sign it anyway. They, they sign it, it anyway. They take it every time. Because I, I had spoke every to, time I had spoke to uh, Matt Barnes about this, and I'm like, there needs to be some level of a summit coalition amongst podcasters. Not every podcaster, but, you know, top podcasters in the space. For sure. To understand, okay, what are they offering you? What is this? What is Because it's like there's not a level of shared information. Like Troy said, it's like the NBA, right? You know Steph Curry signed for $30 million a year, so now if you're LeBron, you can kind of base it off of this is makes sense. This doesn't make sense, right? Mm-hmm. But nobody knows anything. And a lot of these guys are my friends. And I ask them questions and they don't fully give me an answer. Either they <laughs> just don't want to tell me or they don't actually know themselves. They're not fully educated enough themselves to actually articulate it. Either way, yeah. it's, it's not beneficial to the space. I agree. And it's like now you just got a bunch of people just like in the wilderness not knowing how much they should charge for ad, not knowing what industry, there's no industry standard because we don't know what, what the industry is doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. do you think that that could be beneficial as far no, as? No, that 100% would be beneficial. But I mean, you're right. I learned that people don't, most people don't, ain't coming back to share the information. The people that's up, up, they just give it. <laughs> they just willingly give the information. But when it's that fight, when it's that fight to get there, niggas ain't sharing shit. It's a lot of ego and pride involved. I ran around for three years saying, hey, I think my deal's up when your deal's up. I think your deal's up when your deal's up. I think we should all talk just so we're aware. It's three different guys. I did that. End up beefing with all the niggas I did it with. <laughs> we, we, we end up beefing with thing. every single have, person that I did that with. Same exact thing, but we, have, we haven't beefed with them, but they're looking at us like, wow, you guys are sharing all this information. Like, wait, I'm glad I, I, I know this now. I'm like, did you sign this yet? Like, we're about to. We're about to renegotiate. But, again, we just don't know, right? Like, I can't, I can't help if I don't know. And then, when, like you said, when we go to the negotiating table, the company knows because they're looking at the deals like, okay, well, if we give them this, then everybody else is worth this. And there's only a few. Like, how many, how many profitable shows do you think there are in the space? And Which space? You, five? Five or less. Five or less. Five? That's less, less. That's crazy. That's when you say profitable. What do you mean? They could act. They make money off. What the kind show. of money? Like a dollar or a million dollars? Like that's that's a relative million. Uh, let's say yeah, because there's a let's bunch. Put, let's there's put, a bunch of them in the red out there. Let, let's put a million as a threshold annually. Yeah. Net. Yes. You think? Show you five. Show you five. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean. When you say in the space, I'm excluding the television shows that have made themselves podcasts. Yeah, not and like the news shows that have made themselves podcasts. No, nah, the, the, the true traditional you mean, shows. It's not a lie. No, no. Wow, I don't know if I'd say five, but I don't know that I can get to ten. <laughs> well, this is why, and this is why, like, I have no problem sharing a blueprint. It's like here, lay it out for you, because the odds are already stacked against you anyway, right? So. If there's some level of help that can be provided. But look at this, right? Some of these people start their pod, they see the Google AdSense thing, and they're thrilled. So they just look to double and triple down in that. And they focus so much on that, that they're content. It's more money than we ever made. Even the ads. Hey, I'm getting $1,000 ad. Let's say 1500 Doing two of these a pod. 
I'm just going to take my calculator and, oh, shit, I can make 10 grand a week or whatever if I'm not doing it. But some people are happy in that. Some people always look to the future and just want it differently and want more. Mm. Right? So I can't speak to that person that is only doing it this way. I mean, you named a bunch of them, right? Is what? Let's, let's go through them. It's merchandising. There's live touring. The paywall. There's live touring slash speaking engagements. Those could be two different things. Yes, that's yes, a yes. Fact. There's advertisements slash integrations. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. There's paywall slash, there's pay per view somewhere. Uh, what else is there? What else is there? Um, yeah, all of them is there now. All of them is doing that. So you should be set up on all of these places because they all pay out now to fucking TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, uh, Facebook, all of that shit. Mm. Uh, see, so now there's a bunch of people that's going to hear those things, and there's some more I'm leaving out. Uh, but there's a bunch of people that's going to hear those things and now say, how do I fill those buckets? The same way I did when my accountant said, hey, you need seven, eight strings or whatever to be a millionaire. I was like, oh, shit, I get there. I got one, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of people going to try to fill those buckets. It's somebody else's job to go create more. Yeah. I.e., Combat Jack, <laughs> Joe Budden, y'all. Somebody has to go add more buckets. Mm. That's a fact. So that's really the answer to this. The traditional ways to get paid is all right there. Everybody's value is going to be different because everybody's numbers are different. We all do different things. But who's going to add to the pot instead of just getting robbed or fucked in the ass? <laughs> what's the deal with What's the deal with Patreon? You have, Jack, Jack, you my guy over there. Patreon. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying you. You have equity in Patreon? You are asking personal questions. No, you're the head of creator <laughs> equity. You are asking no, that's, that's, questions. No, that's, that's public knowledge, right? Yeah, no, that, that was the title, head of... Yeah, that was. That All was. Right, so, <laughs> no, so, some people thought I just wrote it there. So you're, so you're working with... <laughs> if anybody that doesn't know, Patreon is a site that you can pay like different tiers for added content, pretty much, right? Like a $5 Patreon tier, Patreon is a site made by a gentleman who is a musician and ran, got ran through the ringer like most musicians did and was on YouTube and he went home and he said, hey, this is fucked up that this is all creators are making over here. I need to find a way. See? Finding a way. Adding a bucket. Mm -hmm. So he went. There's Patreon. Patreon pays out more than everywhere else for your content. So yes, there are different tiers. You are in charge of those tiers. You slot them how you want to slot them and your fans come and it's your shit and you put out an episode every week for Patreon oh I do way more than that buddy what, how much what do you do I do this week on Patreon there has been a Monday drop a Tuesday drop uh, there'll be a Wednesday drop We'll skip Thursday. There'll be a Friday and Saturday drop. So how have you how have you been able to balance that's that with, with YouTube? That's a lot. The free versus the pay. How you how you balance the free versus? That's why the we had to move. <laughs> <laughs> time 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 is my inventory. That that hour and ninety minutes to and from Queens. No, we need that. No, I didn't hear you. How do you how do you balance free YouTube versus paid Patreon? Um. Uh, one is a uh, one is a public commercial, and the rest ain't a public commercial for Patreon. No, 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 no. The regular pod that goes yeah. on YouTube. No, twice I'm saying a week, is it that's, right. that's 
That's for that's for the love. Here, that's a sample. That's when you're walking by the food court and they got the little teriyaki. Here you, here you go. It's like, damn, that shit, all right, let me get some rice. That's, that's, that's that. Let me go get the Patreon, meal. it's a little more loose. When you, when you set up your, your tiers for Patreon, because it's something that we have to go through, I'm sure creators are doing it, creating the price points that make sense. And so that was like something we had to figure out. I know I started it with $1, then it was like $5 and 10 and I think the highest tier was like 100 like what? What is that sweet spot when you're doing it, or do you look at it based off the value or the incentives that you're given? Yeah, that goes with the yeah. price point. I, I base it off the amount of work, uh, the amount of work, the amount of content that that I'd be able to provide. It really wasn't a money thing to me. That that you could change however you see fit, mm-hmm. right? Like you could start one way next month or next two months, you could change it. That didn't matter to me. We started one way and kind of kept it that way, which was three different tiers. It took me over a year to add a part of the show tier and try to make it an interactive thing uh, when I was had a little more faith in the VR being more prominent right now but still want to keep it interactive are there different series on your Patreon because I'm like obviously you have the, the, the anything Joe Budden is going on Patreon okay any series I do I do we did Journey put on Patreon right so that's what uh, I was saying like I humans. saw Journey's on there that's, yeah. a, that's yeah. a little bit different than yeah, obviously that's, a regular that's show like, that was a Patreon exclusive right <laughs> so I mean yeah, anything I do is going to hit Patreon. Even what's going to YouTube, we'll go to Patreon first. Like, there has to be some perks here. Yeah. Concierge has to be able to get you some Visine or something if you need it. Or <laughs> something weird. You know, you call down there with a weird request. Yeah, so, I mean, what's the retention like for, because you do obviously oh, millions yeah. of listeners. Out of the, mine is out of this world. Yeah? They can't fuck with me. <laughs> On Patreon? No, period. Just in, in general, my retention's out as well. Well, you have a you have a very cult following. Like people really listen to you. They don't play about me. No, they don't. They don't play about me. They they there. I want to say eighty percent of the time. <laughs> you don't. You're not. You're not into live shows anymore, huh? I hate them. Why? <sighs> it's my reaction to. It's my reaction to them capping the market because all the fucktards went and fucked it up. <laughs> the who? The fucktards. The fucktards. Uh, what do you, what because do you mean, the, because the fucktards <laughs> fucked it up, they're not going to pigeonhole me into what they do with the rappers, which is go get your money on the road. No. Because no. that's the way, right? Like That's yeah. the music way. Yeah. No. Not tricking me in this space. Well, you just don't like traveling and talking to people? I don't mind traveling at all. When it makes sense, it makes sense, right? You always want to see the fans. You always want to see the fans. You always want to speak to them. But I'm an introvert at my core. <laughs> If there's a way to get this done and not be in front of so many people, then I'm going to always prefer that. And then when you get on the road and just see what they do with some of the expenses and the costs, and the, it, it get expensive. We was traveling with a crew of, what, 10 or 12? We was traveling with a crew of 12. And... Yeah. It's a lot. Trim the fat. Just- I'll put you like this. The tour that I canceled was guaranteed money. Seven figures. Pre-pandemic? No, oh, just post. just now. Oh, okay, just now, recently, yeah. and we I didn't go. Just just cause, not just cause. I mean, there was reasons in that, but one of them was, no, no, we don't have to, we don't have to do this. Yeah. We don't have to do this right now, right? Like, we're a year and a half in. You can't sleep on the process. I'm a year and a half in with Ice and Ish. Ice just quit his job. Ish is still running his business, like. When when me and the whole crew went on tour, I ain't gonna hold you. We was busting our ass to do two podcasts a week and tour. Mm. 
How like, we never skipped the podcast. And it's time sensitive, so you, you record. We were landing. It was days Erickson flew into Florida, filmed the pod, and flew right back while we stayed in. Like, it's just a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, that's, that's So you got to be ready for that. You got to. No, I was going to say, that's the part that people don't even realize. You got to be built for that. Yeah. It's not just about money at that point. Yes, the, the extra the tour money is nice around the holidays. When you get that extra little bumps, like, oh, all right, let's rock and roll. <laughs> But right now, there were other things for us to focus on. That 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 money was that's that'll be there. That's the A ball by the quarter pocket. If you continue doing what you do, what you do, then that opportunity will be there. How uh, how is the? I, I'm not even the transition, but and I it guess, needs to be reimagined. I feel like. Say reimagined. Like, it needs to be reimagined. What do you mean? Like what y'all are doing. That is that is a different spin on it, not just a regular show. Not just like you get out there and now you do your part in front of some people and now you go. Yeah. Or bring, you somebody, add some, bring somebody else. It gotta be an experience. It, 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 yeah. It's an experience. Yeah. Like you gotta create an experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I, I was gonna say how do you how do you feel or manage being the talent but also being the face of the brand, the face of the business? Because it's interesting, you said with the old cast, it was one thing, right? And in the new cast, you're looking at it as we're only a year and a half in. Right, but you're building the brand, so and I work, have, and, and working I learned, on the business and being in the business. I and I learned so much from just like whatever went on with the old crew, right? Like, like it might have been times where the whole crew was overworked, but I didn't notice it. I didn't, I didn't see that because mm -hmm. I'm just I'm workaholic, man. So now we take mad days off, <laughs> mad days off. That's something I picked up from. Then, mm. so it's just different ways of handling. Like we're a year and a half in. I think back when we were a year and a half in. Like it's just, it's just different ways to to measure this. I don't compare. It's two totally different shows at two totally different times in the world, right? Like when we started, it was still kind of the wild wild west. Like some of the our early episodes probably need to be pulled. If I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> but today, right? Like different times calls for different conversations to be had and yeah that's what the part I think for me is indicative of now that's what it sounds like now so okay what happened with the Roy and Wall situation unhappiness unhappiness egos ignorance you name it and it happened you name it and it happened from a business standpoint or from a personal like what ended the relationship was it business finances or was it personalities clashing all of it probably combination yeah it was probably all of it all of it I'm down to get specific but it was really all of it but looking back on it alright do you think you had some level of responsibility to play in that situation it was my job to lead it and it didn't get done so you failed mm. don't matter if you went to game 7 like if you lost game 7 and the coach didn't get his job done so it was my job. So is it a, is it a thing going forward of explaining to different people as far as this is the play, this is the financial play, this is the equity play? Like so, it's a clear level of understanding. We see it happen with a lot of different shows, right? Matt Alpha, we just did his show. He has some some people that actually left his show. It seems like this is something that's a reoccurring situation, not just with you, but on an ongoing basis from a variety of different shows. Yeah. So, what is the issue? Because we would like to try to avoid the issue to be Please. completely honest with you about it. <laughs> the, 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 at the root of it is trust. At the root of it is probably trust. I don't want to speak for anybody else, but looking back, they clearly didn't trust me. Mm. Uh, and on the flip side, I didn't trust them. 
And no relationship could really prosper right like that, right? Like, if I just take what I've heard them say in interviews, yo, we want a percentage, we want some equity or some shit. Like, we want to own some shit, right? And I take that at face value. The truth is, if I'm being real, I didn't trust them in that capacity. And when you have to tell your friends, or when you think, trying to figure out how to tell your friends, hey, I don't trust you in this capacity. Mm-hmm. It's still unfair for you to say, but I want to keep you in this capacity. Like, if y'all have a way to go grow and sprout, I don't want to step on it. But by the time, there's no time. That information is never divulged because on the flip side, there was no trust. So we're already looking at you a certain way. So now at the end of the road, there's two, three people looking at each other differently. <laughs> yeah. Hard to prosper like that. So, I mean, at the end of it, there comes a time where you have to look at yourself and say, this show's going to go on because just a workaholic in you, the show's going to go on. Am I going to do this by myself? Or do I need to find more people that I have to now trust well, once you, and be more transparent well, once with? You, once, you, once you realize the show's going to go on, then everything is open. Blank, blank canvas. I can do it by myself. I can get some friends. I can sit here and hold a live audition of, of amazing YouTube podcasters to come sit here. I could bring some girls in here. I could call celebs in here. Once you realize it, it got to go on. Yeah. Gotta go on. The show must go on. Gotta go on. That's that. Unless you think, live. unless you think, huh? I said that probably would have been live if you had like, like pick my next host type situation. Well, well, if I was VH1 or somebody, I would do that, right? If I was uh, Zeus, I would do that. Auditions for the real Joe, and it would have went. It would have went definitely, and it would have went. Like I'm not a dummy, but nah, nah. It was about the merit, the merit of Bob. I'm glad that my friends were able to come through at a time where. I needed them. I'm glad they were eager and willing to improve, embark on this journey with me, even though this is not their thing, entertainment. And they just don't give a fuck about entertainment. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's saying. I don't give a fuck about that shit. But he's having a good time. I'm glad they're having a good time. I'm glad I'm having it. Like, it's so much to be grateful for in this. I'm glad that uh, uh, everybody else is all right. I'm glad that this park is able to be like some type of talent incubator. Like, I'm grateful. Do you see people change over the court? Like, you see some. Oh, guaranteed. <laughs> oh, guaranteed. I wait for it. The same way I'm telling y'all I'm waiting for the shit. I wait to see because it's inevitable. Yo, when I got famous or awareness or people started knowing who I was, life adjusted. Not because you was changing so much, but things change. Now you got to realize how people look at you when you walk in a restaurant. Little things. It's little things. So I look for that. And if I some issues here, hey, you quit your job, that means you're around people more. What's going on? <laughs> now, when you, you say, when you say some shit, it might come back like a boomerang from, from over there. How does it feel when it happens? Right? Like, there's so much that goes into play. That's the fun part, being able to watch other people go through the steps of success. That's the fun part. How are you preparing for it? Because this, was, this is your vision. They came in, obviously... They didn't want to do podcasting. They just were supporting their brother. How do you prepare them for it? What advice do you give to them? Because you're starting at the top, right? Like Joe Button, like, that's the top. And they're coming in and they're starting at the top. How do you prepare them for it mentally? What I tell them is that I am available to them 24-7 if there's ever a question, thought, or conversation they want to have about podcasting. Ever. Because you can never... You could try to prepare somebody all you want, but you don't know what thoughts they take home with them. 
So whenever it comes up, let's kick it about it. I, I want to be that. That would be nice if I had. I have that with Ian. I know Corey. I guess people I can call, right? But that's helpful. Mm-hmm. And they use that shit. They use that shit. You want somebody that is a wealth of information that you can call and just ask some shit. And I want it. You got to trust people. You got to have people that you trust around. If it ain't me, go find some. Mm. Before we wrap, I got to ask you a few questions. Oh, I'm having so much fun. Um, so I want to leave already? No, 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 no. Let me see what time is here. Oh. Um, <laughs> this guy kicking me out. This, um, kicking me out of my shit. You, you, <laughs> do you, you, said something, you said something where it was in reference to content creators just making nonsense content. So do you feel like, all right, there's too many people making podcasts and people should not be making podcasts at this point in time. No, I can never say that. I can never say that because it's been such a great avenue for me. So I want it to be a great avenue for as many people as it, as it can. In that, there's a responsibility. And I don't want that part to be ignored. Because if you're responsible on that, then some of this shit just what's the, what's the What's the responsibility? That's for everybody to determine. It's subjective. It's subjective. But when you're responsible for some shit and invest it in a different way, then you guard it and view it and treat it and protect it a different way. The owner of the house treats the house differently than the renter. Mm. So it's like rap, right? Where you have a lot of rappers that are not good rappers, but the not good rappers actually kind of help in a situation because now the elite rappers, you can tell there's a difference. Without, if everybody was elite, there's no levels. You gotta have some levels in life, like, you know? You gotta have the bench player to recognize the greatness of LeBron. If this is just an all-star team, it's hard to really have a, a real See, I don't look at appreciation. It like, I don't look at it like that. I, I don't look at it like that at all. I can't rely on somebody else being trash for my greatness to be <laughs> shined upon. <laughs> I, look at him. I, I, look I, at I, me. I, I, yeah, I can. <laughs> and I come. We come from. I don't remember how old y'all are, but I come from the nineties. Like everybody was great. We from the same era. Barbara Walters. <laughs> hey, Channel Seven. They had out. Whoever was on, all of them niggas was great. From immediate, from media side. Yeah, it was a lot harder. And they still are Regis. They's geniuses around. Fucking, uh, who's my man? All of them got the shows now on Netflix. Dave Letterman. Fucking, they all was great. Yeah. Hey, let's take it to daytime. They all was great. Ricky Lake, Jenny Jones, fucking. People's Court, every every media personality Richard was Bay. a classic. Richard Bay. <laughs> Richard Bay! Jersey. Come on, man. <laughs> Maury Povich. Maury. Maury. You talk Legend. about people that's 30 years, like you Legend. can't, Howard Stern, opiate. Yeah. You didn't look around and just see, oh, there go the trash nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that nigga's really, really, really bad. There's the weak link. Yo, yeah. even ESPN. No, I love ESPN. Oh, man, let me, let me watch how I say this. No, I love ESPN. The niggas that ain't the greatest, they hide them somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> they hide them somewhere. They talk to niggas radio. Hey, hey, midnight, it's me and Sam sports. <laughs> we don't give a fuck about ESPN three. You and <laughs> Mexico. Viva <laughs> Mexico. Uh, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. ESPN there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live but on hey, streaming. Hey, but when you, hey, but when you cut that TV on in the morning, Mike Greeny is great. Yeah. Great. 
He's so great they got the other mic away from him. That's crazy. So ESPN don't play. It ain't, yeah, it ain't go looking green. <laughs> but there's more. also barriers. That's that's the gatekeeper era where you have to go to an interview. You have to get green lit. You have to. There's so many different things where it's already knocking 99% of the people. It would have knocked us out of it. Say so. I'm just saying we don't have a background in journalism. We don't have a so. background in Nine times out of ten, if we didn't have opportunity to just create content just on our own and figure it out on the You're way. You're wrong. You're wrong. It goes back to what I said in the beginning of this. Good that some of these niggas ain't getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Because those that's meant to figure it out was going to figure out regardless. That's, uh, I don't know what the fuck you said. Y'all yeah. would have figured it out in when, the 90s. But I, in the 2000s, nah, now, but I'm saying, it don't matter your tools, the but, great ones adapt and use what the hell is around. But we have opportunity now to do it ourselves. You didn't have the same opportunity in the 90s and the 2000s to do it yourself. You had to get put on through the ABC. Tech up, the tech quarter. Yeah, yeah exactly. The tech that it. democratized the whole situation. Good and bad. Now the bad side is that anybody can produce content, right? You got to deal with that. You always got to deal with the bad side with the good. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, and that's when, why you, when when the hood find out about little low hot clubs, then <laughs> then hey, we coming. You got you to show them the separation. You get the white couch, you get the nice aura in here. That see it, now, it separates. See now, you. see now you're talking. Yeah. See now you talking. See, I was last to the party. No people. But, but people you, was coming to my old set. They was but, looking but, around. But you you. you <laughs> so like, how the, the mighty Joe party? <laughs> this is the number one show. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the mighty Joe. They're spitting on my. <laughs> they're going crazy. This couch is filthy. I said, oh y'all, oh y'all, oh, y'all want to play? Y'all playing? Y'all playing with me? Hold up. Let me create the separation. The, Let that, me create the separation. The outside conversation. I got a trick for y'all. Did you put that? You should have put that on Patreon. Record, somebody record what? That outside conversation that we had for three hours about Kanye, about... Oh, that was great. That when my guy Justice was there. I didn't yeah, put that... Was, yeah, I just, that I was, just that's, that's bonus episode. But you're to blame for a lot of this. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Respect so how you really feel. Because, no, <laughs> how, many, how many rappers... How many athletes have podcasts now? I, oh, that's I have a strong suspicion that they were inspired by you. They saw your transition, and they're like, hey, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I can do this. They thought that's it was the, easy. That's the part the rappers didn't think about, these athletes. We always got to watch these athletes. <laughs> yeah, the athletes. They thought they could do it because they saw you do it. They didn't realize the work that goes into it. Plus, they couldn't figure out how to monetize it. We've seen plenty of rappers create podcasts. Five episodes is over. Yeah. Why? Many. They're not yeah. patient and, enough to and, and they actually had good numbers. We should Out the gate because of, because of the notoriety. Because of who they are. We, yeah. sh we shouldn't have showed these athletes shit. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got to tell you something, buddy. They kicking our ass. The athletes? Oh, my God. Let's just see. Pat Bev got a show with Pat Bev somebody. Bev? Everybody got one. It's on Barstool. I think I saw, saw him with Dave. Fucking Draymond is in the fight. Draymond's doing his Draymond, hotel room doing a Draymond. pie. Draymond. That's a game changer. What the hell? Well, That's the a pivot, game changer. The pivot, I got to go to the park, work on my jump shot as a podcaster. <laughs> Man, these niggas is leaving game seven. Let me tell you why I punched this nigga in his face. <laughs> Y'all worried about why it's got zero points? Yeah, and worried about my mom tweeting? Let me tell you about this future album. It's like, oh my God. Trayvon going crazy right and, now. And, and the athletes have more finances than the, than the rappers. So they they come right off the bat. Red Five red camps. Damn, these niggas getting bouncing off the YouTube. The Shit. Have to, if you think about all the smoke, pivot. pivot. Love them. Love them. I am athlete. Love them. 
Yeah. I love them all. Draymond got. Oh, that's the other part. He got the two ad, shows. Athletes do this shit and then go get a job <laughs> at the network. All yeah. the networks got a sports show. Yeah, Jalen, they kick our ass there. Jalen got three shows. Is that a podcast? He has. Jalen got a show everywhere. Everywhere. Jalen Jacoby, they turned it into a podcast. The rappers. What rapper has been successful in podcasting though? Jalen works so much he got divorced and nobody noticed. That's a fact. <laughs> he just, he just, just kept, 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 kept working. Nobody God. even asked him about it. He was like, let me tell you about the Celtics. At- <laughs> that's a fact. That's all good. Nobody asked him. That's my man. That's I got to <laughs> Wait, I got to go back to this because I'm trying to fathom this in my mind. You're not going to be on this couch forever. But the show. Well, I'm going to buy a new couch. It's a nice so, couch, but I don't know if you're going to stay there forever. But the show's imprint will be here. Do you. What's the what's the future plan for it if you're not on the couch? Do you see it as like I, we have this conversation sometimes? I'm like, yo, 106 Park is a brand, right? It started with AJ and Free, but Terrence and Roxy was just as popular. The show went on, right? With you, with the Joe Button podcast, so it's like that makes it a little bit more difficult. But what what is the goal? Is it to not be on this couch because hey? We might go to syndication from a TV standpoint or a <laughs> TV standpoint. Something. Let me tell you something. If I go unlock 10 or 15 more boxes like I think I'm about to go do on revenue streams of this podcast, this is going to be the Hector podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody. Breaking watch, news. Hey, watch, the Hector Rodriguez show. Yeah, yeah, watch this. Jose, Today we are with Jose. Over that, yo. <laughs> Taco oh, Tuesday, yeah, every, every, Tuesday. <laughs> every Tuesday, every Tuesday. Jose Badofuco. Actually, that'd be cheaper. He could just do the show from a truck. How, oh, that's how, fucked up. How you feel about the word podcast? I don't use it. You don't use it. I don't use it. You, you, your name is show show button podcast. I know. When do I say that? <laughs> I no, say it when what, I'm on the show. <laughs> but that's in real life. I'm, I'm a podcaster. I never say that. <laughs> I am. But how do you? All right, so you, you feel the, the word pod? Right, the reason why I asked you is that. Dane told us to stop calling the show a podcast two years ago, and my guy Chad from 85 South, he kind of, and we did stop calling it a podcast, and I understand why he said that. And wording is very important. Language is extremely important. Yeah. And they, they try to minimize things mm-hmm. by how they yeah. label it. You fucking right. Did it with rap, and now they're starting to do it with podcasts. I'm not mad at that at all. My shit big, and they can't fuck with me, so I'm not going to change it just yet. But, yeah, podcast? No, I tell people I'm a broadcaster. Exactly. I'm in broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I change this, we would take podcasts off, and it would be the Joe Button Show. Exactly. Yep. yep. And now, when you say that, look, even just saying things, your brain just gets to go, and you see, start seeing things differently. I'm telling you, the little fucktars taking the deals, fucked everything <laughs> up. <laughs> the fucktars. Is that trademark? It should be. Should be. He said the yes. Fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so so, so they, ruined, they ruined the game. They ruined the game. YouTube, well, YouTube shorts. Well, not for the people that they didn't ruin it for, but. Polluted it. They just polluted it a little bit. Muddy the water. Yeah. Shout out, to, shout out to Redman. Muddy waters. It's the difference in me trying to get a deal in the 90s and my son trying to get a deal today. In the 90s, everybody was nice. <laughs> everybody was nice. Mm-hmm. Every rapper that was out, you had not a rap. It was, it was nice. Today, everybody ain't nice. But it's a trillion of them. <laughs> it's a different fight for him. Mm. I can't really help him. There wasn't a trillion people on their phone with a verse. I didn't have to deal with all the girls. It's girls now. Ah, fuck you, nigga. It's what? It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> you get it from all angles, buddy. Good luck. <laughs> Do you feel... Music is interesting because it's like lyrics are were very important in the 90s, but lyrics aren't really that important anymore. It's more of a persona. Who you are, what you wear, your fashion, all of that stuff. Podcasting, do you think content is still the most important thing or people are buying into 
the personalities. I've been said it was personalities. Personalities? Personalities. Mm. Give me somebody that nobody knows but has the their personality jumps off of the page and sit them right there and make them a star. Podcasts, no, it's personalities. It's people. People drive them. People make them up. That's why the shit is whack. It's you. Like, it's your fault. Like, y'all shit is fly. Y'all teaching some shit. Yeah, but y'all too. Come on, man. We walking. Come on, man. We walking in Dubai on the phone, closing deals, the skyline. And the, you know what I mean? It takes, it takes some sauce to do what you do. It takes some sauce. So you better go find some. Are you in a... From a standpoint where you, you've, you've tried some things and they didn't work. Come on, not the EYL sports two-tone. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. They're going crazy. How many pieces they got? This guy's a tech nine. <laughs> All right, you were saying. Do, do, do you ever, from your experience now, right? Like I said, being from the ownership standpoint. Mm. Do you look for that star? Are you in in search of it for that next person that's like, that's a star, I want to bring them over, I need to nurture that person so that they could be the next? Yeah, and this is why, this is why you, this is the beauty in it. I've seen that person a couple times. Wow. And when I go to them and say, hey, why don't we do such and such and such and such and such, they're aware of their star. And they say, I got it, big dog. And you love that. You cheer, you cheer that on. That means that somebody's listening around here. <laughs> that means somebody's listening. Mm. Joey, what's, what's, what's next for you, man? What's on your... You seem like a renaissance, man. You went from music to broadcasting on other people's platforms to having your own platform. You know I'm going you know to make a hard left soon. My, career, my career is full of lefts. I'm going to make a hard left. Hey, Joe doing that. <laughs> Cooking show. <laughs> Cooking with your button. <laughs> yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna spice it up. We're gonna spice it up soon, man. I wanna do it all. I wanna do it all. As much as I have time to do, I wanna do it all. Cooking show, fucking all the shows. Travel, live, love, feel, spend. I wanna be Anthony Bourdain you know out be this motherfucker. We gotta get him on Earn Your Love. Earn Your Love is is on his way. <laughs> That's on his way. We got to get him on here. That's on his way. We got to get him on there. No, I got a girl. Don't get me in trouble. No, no, you no, got like a host like, like, oh, the, like, like the voice right, of it. Like, like, just no, like in the background. You don't even see his face. Oh, just, he could be there. Earn, earn, earn your, like, earn like, earn your love. Earn your love. Yo, I could tell Steve Harvey got his fingerprints <laughs> all over this shit. <laughs> you, know why, you know why it's important? Earn your love. Because people forget. <laughs> Get your shit off track. They, they forget the details. They forget the intricacies of how to court a woman, right? And so if we never see it as an example. Oh, y'all got to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right? So the fact that, you know, like I could say like I'm in love with my wife, right? Or you might be in love with the woman that you're dating now. How did you get to that point? <laughs> what did it take to get to that point? You see what I'm saying? And by you showing the example, now he learns. Yo, damn, that was fly what he did. Now he treats his girl a little bit different. He takes it to a different spot. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I got yeah. a different vision for Earn Your Love. They got to get back to the whiteboards. <laughs> a little more spicy on my... Maybe we can have two. We got two versions. I need. Uh, There's yeah. going to be two. It's going to be y'all's version, and it's going to be <laughs> Love and a Button. <laughs> a, a Button of Love. A thousand niggas created that. Love Button. Yeah, I'm going to figure it out. I love, Steve, I the love button. To it. The Love Button is hard. 
Like I said, you just be the voice. It's like um. Y'all yes, not going yes, to yes, how, how much money y'all making, man? <laughs> Come on, get that to the chase. <laughs> let's just get to what everybody let's wants to know out here. What the are chase. y'all really doing? Uh, more than we, we made yesterday, so that's always good. <laughs> <laughs> that PR team, boy, they are good over there. It's never about the money, it's about the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> how much value can you add to someone's life? Yeah. <laughs> Money, money, can buy money can't buy happiness. <laughs> Just throw every every cliche out there. Uh, Joe, man, I, I appreciate you, man. Any other questions for Joe before we wrap? Anything else y'all got for me, man? <sighs> Joe, 90s, you uh 42? Mm-hmm. I gotta do your, your top five albums. Just because. Some rap? Rap. Yeah, let's have a rap conversation before we I eat, why you think I'm gonna tell you my favorite Joe Button song? Cause you were my guy for a long time. Long time. I used to, I had a kid in my class, he would not, only thing he would listen to while he would work was uh, mood music. Mm-hmm. That's all he, like, I was he, in a. He was down bad. Yeah, it was all, It was an alternative <laughs> class. Yeah. It was, yeah. My, it was all alternative. Yeah, mood music. No, it was an alternative class. I would say that. But yo, it was crazy. I'm like, yo, listen to it, bro. I don't care. Just get the work done. Favorite, favorite song? 10 Minutes. That's one of mine, too. One of my favorites. That's one of mine, too. So what's the question? The best top album? No, I was wondering his top five while he said, I was giving that while he thought of his top five, five albums. Five best albums? Yeah. Ever made? I don't know. I wouldn't even kick myself in the ass trying to figure out too many great albums. Not your, not your just anybody. Anybody. Yeah. I know, no. It's too oh, you don't have a favorite? Of, no. It's too many great albums that played in All right, let's ask, let's ask some, some, some like real specific album. questions. Oh, okay. which, which, which album is better, Illmatic or It Was Written? Uh, I always say It Was Written. I always say Why you do it? I didn't do that to you when Ill- they specifically told you that Illmatic was better. This is what I hold against Illmatic. It's 39 minutes. And this is before they changed the uh, music, uh, limps and all that with the streaming shit. But 39 minutes back then was considered an EP. It's not an LP. So it True. was written when that came was the, it was like, oh shit, all right, a full Oh, you said Illmatic was 39 album. minutes. Yeah, yeah Illmatic yeah. was nine, short. It's nine songs. Not short, but it was. It's a short album, short. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, compared to today, it's long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for some of these tools, yeah. But so that's that's why I put it, it was written over. Um, Not because it's a better album. Both master masterpieces. Both masterpieces. Yeah, both. Yeah. But it was written. That's yeah, yours. It's album. Yeah, it's album. And I play it more. I do. I have an album where Illmatic's the centerpiece of it. Okay, it's my favorite. Greatest battle rapper of all time. You're into that. I don't know. And you participated in it as well. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah, I don't like to box myself. I feel like only hip hop makes us do that. So I don't I train myself not to do it anymore. That's why. So I don't can't name my five favorite. I was stuck on an island, which albums would I bring? Like I can't. Who are you taking? Yeah, I can't. <laughs> yeah. I can't. As far as the battle rappers, I recognize the greats. Like the greats. I don't who's the best? I don't know. But Lux. Like, come on. Lux yeah. move the guys. Illis MC from Jersey for me. See, I couldn't do that either. It's a, it, Red Man is from here, Tretch is from here, and Lauren is from here. <laughs> there goes a Rushmore. What do you want me to do? And shout out to Ransom. Killing right now. I'll be all out now. So, I mean, it's just great. Jersey's doing... Artifacts is from... Doing, they from Jersey too, right? Wasn't it? Artifacts is Newark. It's from Jersey. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wrong side of the tracks. We got Chill Rob G. I mean, don't let me get into Jersey history, but... Shaq. Shaq. I claim Tupac, even if we're not supposed to have him. He was here enough. Tupac? Yeah. He out, used to live in Jersey? Outsiders. 
Outside is Tupac. It's Newark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Outlaws. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Outside is Newark, but Outlaws. That's what I meant. Jersey. Jersey, okay. Jersey, Jersey. Still Jersey. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, we Jersey. We Jersey, man. Look, it's nice over here. You didn't even say Latifah. It's nice. Latifah, yes. That, that's, flavor unit. Yeah, flavor unit. Flavor unit started it all right there. Jersey City downtown. A lot of, lot of days running around there. The king of Jersey City. Tormenting them. The king of Jersey City. Easily. Joey? I appreciate that, man. Easy. I'm humble. I'm humble. <sighs> Joe. I don't want it. That title just make niggas want to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't call, I ain't the king of nothing. I'm the king of my house. <laughs> king of the castle. Gentlemen, y'all have so Yo, much fun with y'all. Spent- y'all. Hey, now that we're in a new spot, y'all got to come by Not and, for sure, man. and, and do, my, sure. do our shit. Appreciate you. Patreon. Shout out to Corey yeah. um, for helping put this together. Y'all didn't answer Corey. none of my questions. I yeah, want, what question? I, I said, how much money y'all making? Y'all dip, dip that one. I said, how's the love life, the relationships? Y'all dip that one. I didn't dip it. You information niggas know how to withhold it. <laughs> yeah, they, they know how to withhold it too now. <laughs> but I love y'all. Uh, nah, I appreciate you, bro, man. Anything that you need from us, feel free to let us know, man. And thanks to hospitality, man. Anytime. Mm-hmm. Earn your love, too. Coming soon. Coming All soon. Right. Let's get it. Yes, sir. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> F- a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.